0: Welcome to Game Changer, where you get the inside track to win in a decade of disruption. So be sure to subscribe and let's win this business unusual game together. My guest today is Dr. Richard Kay. In his Doctor of Chiropractic days, he was named Doctor of the Year twice. Today, he is an author, master connector, business acceleration strategist, and a director at ceo space his soul's purpose is to elegantly inspire people to awaken to their magnificence through love humor joy and passion he That's lives it. in new mexico and it's a warm welcome to you um, richard it's awesome to have you on the show
1: oh it's such a pleasure to be here so it's such a, a different cultural thing. We're at seven thousand feet here. This is ski country, so wow. yeah. But now it's summertime, so it's nice. It's warm.
0: Oh, uh, ski country, and I'm on an island. So completely different <laughs> <laughs> um, in in every way, and yet so connected. Richard, so you excelled in both the medical and business spaces. Let us into your world. What is this game changer difference that allowed that you believe has allowed you to do that?
1: Playing in a culture of collaboration, Carmen, and cooperation. Mm-hmm. How much of the world through history and even today is about competition?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was having a conversation with someone yesterday and people come from scarcity. Mm-hmm. There's not enough and that causes chaos. And I'll give you an example. When I graduated from chiropractic college about 108 years ago, I think um, (laughs) my, my business building program was, they said, go join a networking club. So I went to a networking club and they said, we can't have you here. I said, why not? They said, we already have another chiropractor. I looked at this. Yeah. In total disbelief, I said, there are three million people in this county and you're afraid of two chiropractors. I said, "I don't want to be part of your club. When you transcend from scarcity into abundance, and I know that's the world you live in from other conversations Mm -hmm. we've had. There is enough to go around. There is so much abundance in the world. You just have to know how to provide for others. That's a whole culture of CEO space. It's how can we serve you? Not me, me, me. So yeah. that's again that that for me was a huge, huge game changer.
0: And I've had firsthand experience of, of you doing that, um, Richard, I mean, Richard absolutely lives, breathes, walks his talk when he speaks collaboration. Um his, you know, he opens up his his heart. And where he has contacts, he, he will connect you with love. And it's just a different world. It is a different world and you operate almost on a different frequency when, when you're on that in, in that space. Um, so Richard, you help entrepreneurs or whoever you're working with bridge the gap between where they where they are and where they want to be. In this mm-hmm chaotic, disruptive, really interesting world we live in right now, what would you say, beyond competition, what would you say are other older ways of thinking or more traditional, maybe, old, you know, older ways of doing business that's just not going to cut it anymore right now?
1: Get out of your own way. Ladies and gentlemen, how many of us come up with stories about why we can't do something yes. or we can't do anything. Carmen, in this particular model, there are two kinds of people. Mm-hmm. One we call internal. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to qualify this in a moment. The other is external. An internal person looks to the past and says this, 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 this. And external, the past doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. To an external, there's only the future. And this can sound confusing. Let me give you a real example. Bill Gates is a highly internal person. How do we know that? He started with what was called DOS, disk operating system. And then he built Windows, Windows, Windows. And now he's up to Windows, a gazillion, and eight. So he built upon the past. Both of these are successful models. There's no right, there's no wrong. It's recognizing where you are. Steve Jobs was an external. He said, we're going to do this. And his team said, how? He says, that's your job. You go figure it out. So they're both highly successful, whether you're internal or external. The key here is recognizing where you play. Mm
2: -hmm. If
1: you look at the past and it's painful That generally suggests you're in this external mode, because the past can only be pain. So I'm a very external person. I look at things and I see what can be. I don't build on the past. I don't use the past as my anchor. I use it as it's done, it's over. And again, I want to make it really clear, Mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen neither good nor bad it's like being right or left-handed it's just the way you are recognizing i mean if you're a right-handed person and you choose to use your left hand you're in trouble <laughs> so mm. if you look at the and i'm going to say this again because it's so vitally important if you look at and we've all been abused and traumatized and failures and successes too don't on on. if those things bring you pain Just recognize them. And then say, okay, now what? And then go to the future. One of my very closest friends in the universe is so highly internal. And he's developed brilliant speakers. As a matter of fact, uh, I've introduced him to you, Dr. Donnie Epstein. Mm -hmm. And if you ask Donnie, what's going to happen in this model next month? He says, I don't know. Ask me about tomorrow and they'd be okay. (laughs) So... It's oh. one of the to Be aware.
0: Okay. So I just want to understand it a little bit more because, like you say, it's neither right or wrong. It's awareness. So if potentially you are maybe an external person always in the future and you're finding that you are becoming fearful, um, is that maybe a cue to potentially go within and see what's going on. And then in the opposite way, um, if you're, yeah, yeah, I don't think I'm getting it right. I, I it's So I'm trying to understand, wrong. okay. So if you're a very internal person, always looking to the past, um, if things are going well in your world, cool. Keep building, right. keep building, that's all right. If, however, you drag in, because in my world, we, it's the baggage we drag from the past that impacts our future. So, if you constantly drag in the baggage from the past and 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 living with that, it's time to be a little bit more external. Is is that where? Because it's, uh, I'm, I'm fascinated to hear a little bit more how you would explain so, it. So
1: you are so right on, and let me let me give you another reference for that. Uh uh-huh. um, Many people, the majority of people are external. They, they look at what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you talk to Donna, you'll find out and you can have the conversation. He is so internal. It, on a parallel, on a parallel path here, again, we've all been traumatized. We all have pasts. Hello, that's, you know, we're still living. The people who use the past, their drama, their trauma as this story, it's an anchor It holds them back. Mm. How many people who have used their fuel, use it as fuel to go forward?
0: Oh, fantastic.
1: yes. It's a distinction. And we know those people. They're always lamenting the drama in their lives. And we call them victims. And I'm not minimizing the abuse, the violence, you know, whatever they may have experienced. It's when they are always telling that story. This is why I can't, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I I was abused as a kid. So, and then you look, Oprah Winfrey is a quintessential, incredible example. Abused, violated, you know, Mm -hmm. impregnated and gave birth to a stillborn at 13 one of the wealthiest human beings on the planet mm-hmm. she used it as fuel yes to
0: go yes
1: hold so what Fantastic.
0: stories absolutely and and like you also said the the, the traumas are they are either a catalyst for for growth or they are literally going to catch you and trap you and and hold you back from from the growth so um interesting um, concepts you've you've highlighted there Richard thank you. If you look over this last year which in so many ways has probably been (laughs) the one that to go down in history for for all of us um, you work with so many business people in so many different disciplines if you just In your memory, you know, just glance over the the, the people that stood out in terms of we were in such a disruptive year, yet they were flying. They were just going as if nothing around them was going on. What was notably different about those individuals that maybe there's a couple of things you notice or there's maybe one outstanding thing that they were doing differently? What would you say? Great
1: question. The experience for me is people who wanted to who want to make a change in the world. Oh. So many people are about themselves mm-hmm. and you can listen to their language. It's about me, 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 I, 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 I did this, I did this, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And th- again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's when you turn that around and what can you contribute to others? And I'll give you a real world example. My fiance uh, for 30 years was in a, not sexually, but an emotionally abusive marriage. She didn't want to leave because she didn't want to hurt the guy. And that's another, yeah, I know. That's an, She didn't have that internal strength. When her home was destroyed along with 5,000 other homes, she said, I'm out of here. It was a horrible fire on the West Coast in California. We met ironically on a a, a webinar, she asked for a consultation and two months later she moved in, she was living in Europe at the time. (laughs) Her story now is how can she help other kids? How can she help kids own their own strength and their own power? Mm -hmm. Carmen, the second leading cause of adolescent death is suicide. And her programs, her stories, her, her workshops help kids develop the emotional strength. So how does that relate to this? She had this, what some people would call baggage and lived in that, Mm -hmm. and she made that shift. And now she doesn't talk about herself, except as a reference to go out and help kids and adults thrive rather than just survive. So when people talk about me, 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 and we all know those people, uh, is distinct from how can you be in service? Now, CEO space is what opened my eyes to that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We've all been involved in networking programs. And what do they ask you to do? Hi, my name is, this is what I do. And then you pray to God, someone's going to buy you services. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're laughing because we know it's true. At CEO space, our cultural questions are, what do you do and what do you need next? How may we serve you? Oh, beautiful. So, and let's use you and me as that example. As you said, one of our early questions I asked, how How can I serve you? And you said, who do you know who would make a great guest? And I've been pouring into you some wonderful, wonderful people.
0: And pouring is the absolute key word there. This man just pours abundance. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and And when you live in that, And it doesn't mean you have to have a gazillion dollars in your bank account. It's where do you choose to live? Mm -hmm. Do you look at your bank account, ladies and gentlemen, and say, I don't have enough money today. Now, that may be very real. And does it pull you down? Or do you look at it and say, I wonder what I have to do to create enough financial abundance to handle everything? Mm -hmm. It's this that makes the change. So we don't see the world as it is. This is from the Talmud. We see the world as we are. That's a cultural, an internal cultural difference, whether you're internal or external. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Lovely themes that are um, interlacing here. Let's talk about this CEO space a little bit more because it's it's quite a game-changing space. According to Forbes, it's the business growth conference you cannot afford to miss. Yes. So you've touched on some of it already, Richard, but maybe you can give us a little bit more of a glimpse as to what happens in this space, because it feels, it sounds like it's quite an electric space. You've spoken about this collaboration and, and there's this serving and and what can I do for you and, and who are you and... What else happens in the space that is just so game-changing different?
1: Most people, I would say everyone, but most people have been to workshops, programs, seminars, school. You take copious notes. And, Carmen, I don't know about you, but I know last time I moved, I donated a lot of stuff to the library. <laughs> Some of it, and we buy stuff. Some of it's still in the cellophane rack.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: You no. Know? Um, the ceo space is an interactive program where you learn you do you learn you do perhaps some metaphors you didn't learn to drive a car by watching somebody in my days you know drawing a blackboard or watching those days 16 millimeter video and people probably don't even know what that is anymore <laughs> uh, you had someone as your co-pilot and you sat down and the, that person god bless them sat in the seat with you And that's how you learned. And that's how you drove. That's what we do. Every faculty member is vetted. We've all been on seminars and at seminars and said, what the heck is this person doing in front of the room? Yeah. Well, our faculty member, I'll give you an idea of some of our faculty members and what that means. Mark Hansen and Jack Canfield, they knew of one another but they collaborated when they first, at the first CEO Space program, and created this little-known series called Chicken Soup for the
0: Soul. Yeah. Just a little-known was- series, eh? <laughs> this was, this was the,
1: one of the first books that came out of CEO Space. Oh. So it's collaboration and cooperation. Many people know of Bob Proctor. He's in his mid to late 80s, and he's faculty member. Um, uh, John Gray... For example, these are a fellow named Alex Stern. Many people know the program Constant Contact. He sold it for well over a billion dollars. I don't care where we are in our business, whether we have a napkin idea or well into revenue. When you sit down with these minds and these people, you don't have to pick their brain because they will yield to you nonstop. So when a faculty member is talking, part of it's Q and A, and then you go into like we do here with the Zoom stuff into a breakout room. And let me back up a little bit. We used to do five live events a year in the United States, and with this COVID stuff, that changed. As a matter of fact, as you and I are doing this, there's a program going on right now. And I said, no, this is more important in the moment. Mm -hmm. So I'll go back. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, so part of it's Q&A. Then you go into a breakout room and you pick the faculty member that you want to go have a conversation with. There's no agenda. It's you and a few people with that faculty member. Then we do a networking event called SNAP, Super Networking Accelerates Potential. And that's where the questions are, what do you do and what do you need next? Not, not what do you need in five years? What do you need right now? Who can I connect you with right now? What's resource? And then for the program, because uh, no one's gonna remember it all, you get the video of the whole program, and you get the directory of everyone's in the program. And every faculty member, Carmen, has their appointment book online. Say, oh, I want to spend more time with Alec or Bob or whomever. Click. Now you've got that private time with them. Mm. We're, a, we're a lifetime organization. Many programs, many services, you pay for a product, mm. you pay for a process, or you pay for an event. So you join something and you've got one year membership. And then next year, mm. it's again. See your space is lifetime. Many people would know of Lisa Nichols. When she came, she had to raise the money to become a member of CEO Space. Today, she's worth $5 million. Mm. She got the Oprah Winfrey. She's a very unique individual. Not everyone's going to accomplish what she has. So, in that culture of collaboration and cooperation, where you learn systems and new mindset and the networking, as Forbes continued to say, they called us networking on steroids <laughs> because it's it's so profound. So there's just some of the distinction
0: that's, and- that's that's yeah, that's, it is different. You represent just your makeup and and who you are and what I've experienced of you is exactly what you've just described. Um, I, I saw on your website um in 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 the benefits which many, many, many benefits elicit. I love this one. It said, Sudden states of ecstasy. Okay. And I thought, wow, I mean when on what website would you read as one of the benefits, <laughs> unless it's a dating site or something sexual or something? <laughs> so what's happening actually at CEO Space Richard? <laughs>
1: it's that ecstasy is not the drug it's the awakening to possibilities Uh, people have described us as among the top five events in their life that's incredible you come in so many people are like a wet like a fire blanket put over them oh you can't do that you're not smart enough you're not this you're not that And the culture at CEO Space Carmen is, yes, what if you can do this? And what if I introduce you? And what if we do this? And what if we, and it's like you awaken to possibilities. It's no longer the repression. It's the joy. It's the love. People have raised over $3 billion U.S. in doing this. That's, I don't know anyone who can say those kinds of things yeah so that's the ecstasy it's coming into your life your joy your passion
0: yeah and it's (sighs) and there is you you can't actually even describe it's intoxicating it is an ecstasy when you when you start playing in the game of collaboration this co-creation this cooperation like you this show is all about winning together. That's the payoff line. Yes. Yes. And it is, it's such, you just want to play in it. It, 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 It's such a different space to competition. And in fact, that's the vision of, of the show is to make collaboration the new competition. And it's just, it's mind-blowingly different. So I I totally get when, that's why I I love that. That stood out for me. Sudden states of ecstasy. I mean, it's it's, for you to be able to put that together into a business context. Absolutely. We all want more of that. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) What would you say you see all these partnerships happening all the time, successful joint ventures, they don't always go according to plan. I've certainly had joint ventures that did by no means went according to plan and and became some of the the tougher experiences of my last two decades in business. When they go right, Richard, Mm. give us an idea, you know, for our audience maybe they're thinking to partner with someone maybe they're in a partnership what's what's that magic secret sauce that's that that makes it right
1: make sure there's a soul to soul connection mm. it's not just business the business will flow the money will flow the joy will flow Coming when I was practicing as a chiropractor, I understand totally what it's like that if I didn't have someone in the office, I wasn't serving more people and I wasn't generating income. We invented joint ventures. Now, that's a pretty bold statement because a zillion people are teaching it today. We were doing it 30 years ago. (laughs) Some of these people were in grade school back then. So we're the fountainhead of that. We understand that. And I'll give you a, a, a real time example. We didn't have the language, we didn't call them alliances or joint ventures back then. We just called it working together. Well, as a chiropractor, I said, who can I create using today's language, these alliances with? So I started calling nutritionists, massage therapists, physical therapists. I said, listen, you've got clients that you can't help, I've got people that I can't help. Why don't we refer to one another? It's like, whoa, no one ever thought of that. <laughs> Carmen, it got to the point where I called an orthopedic surgeon. And I won't say we became friends, but we became friendly. And yes, we started referring to the point. He called me one day, says, Richard, how'd you like to come into the operating room? Freaked, <laughs> out. Freaked yeah. out the nurse. You got a chiropractor in the surgical suite. The point is, <laughs> no competition if we can serve people. Mm-hmm. So to go to your question, how do we ensure it works? No way. Find someone who is a, a soulmate, you know, mm-hmm. someone who's got the same passion, the same vision in serving people, and create the success so that you can work with people. And serve one another. And how do you do it? This distinction between joint ventures and affiliates and alliances. Joint venture classically means you promote me, I'll promote you, and we'll each get a percentage of what somebody does. And these are all great. An affiliate is you send out an email from me, and I'll pay you a percentage of whatever sales come in. The software that's been developed to accomplish these these things these Mm -hmm. days is amazing. It didn't exist back then. Mm -hmm. So find people, and I I give the example from when I was practicing in an allied space Mm -hmm. where someone provides a service or a product that is in alignment with you, what you do, and your core beliefs, and will serve more people. And I mean, every day today, you see. Oh, I'm going to combine two things here. How many times have we been on webinars and it's a pitch fest? Buy me, buy me, buy mm-hmm. me. One of the distinguishing things about that CEO space is it's not a pitch fest. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what was Forbes or Ring said. That's one of the things they love about us. It's service. Oh, yeah, people can buy, but no one will say, you know, and you get four ginsu knives if you buy it now. I got an email this morning, the 4th or 5th or 10th, in a series hurry, the deal closes in an hour. Nonsense.
2: Yeah.
1: So for the, uh, go back to your question, the alliances and JVs, joint ventures, find someone with whom you connect. The money will follow it. Mm -hmm. Just make sure that it's congruent with what you're doing.
0: Mm -hmm. I want to draw attention to what you said right at the beginning. It's the soul-to-soul connection, which is is very, very different. That that, that is, you know, we never used to speak about soul in business, and it's it's, it's wonderful the place that we have sort of transcended to, that we are free and open, and we we actually know that that is what's required in business. And it's it's wonderful to incorporate it into our land, our business language.
1: And it's it's I won't say it's the underpinning concept of CEO space. But I will say most of the people are awake and conscious. And we're in 150 countries, so we are multicultural because every person must be interviewed before they become a member. And we do not appreciate, I don't know how to say it nicely. People who we call user takers, you know, come and suck lifeblood out of the room. And I'll I'll give you an example. We had a young man come some years ago, and we are not the sweet spot for multi-level marketing. But people come in; it's their dream, and people make a lot of money on that. And he was working with a nutritional company, and this is my story, or through my eyes. He said, "Wow, all these people, I can get them all." And he yeah, was like that energy vampire, and nobody wanted to talk with him. And someone took him aside at one point and said, "You know, this is not our culture. What if you came here and served people and just help them with the quality of life? And you know, the, the health products that you do, and nobody cares about health or money. It's all about quality of life. That's the underlying it." And he came back a few months later, Carmen, and he made the decision with some coaching just to show up and mentor people on the quality of their life and oh by the way I have these products that can help you but here's what you do Mm. he did so much business that he couldn't come back for a while because he was now servicing all these million people
0: what a lovely story
1: yeah and so it was a cellular change for him Mm. And most people are awake and conscious, we have a few who are you know as thick as logs, but most people are awake and conscious, and'll they won't bother talking about themselves and you don't have to because everyone's asking you about you yeah. so
0: that's, you that's such a nice um, divergent approach to what we used to have, and we've seen it more and more and more because our world needs it our our world is craving this this change and this the soul yes. connection in business the more the you the, the 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 deeper humanity that makes us so special so it's lovely to hear you you talking about it and actually what's really interesting richard is that this has been going on for 3 decades in this particular space
1: yes yes
0: so so some i mean some of this we, we may be bringing more and more of this kind of speak into business now, yet in your space, it's been like this it's for been. a long time.
1: So with that, how did you get to be awake and conscious and play in this space?
0: Mm. I think it was my, my upbringing. Mm. Um, so, so, so for me, it happened, sure, <laughs> more than... 30 years ago, where being raised in South Africa, where we had quite a, a, it's a a culture of struggle. So there's a lot of oppression, a lot of struggle, a lot of difficult circumstances. And being raised in a a family where difficulty and struggle was, was around us all the time, there was something... Incredible, You know, I think there's just each of us are born sometimes with these different ways of thinking and see the world around us in a different way. I was a very curious individual, very, very curious child. So I wanted to understand why things were the way they were. But I was blessed because this is that internal, external thing again. I was blessed at the age of 13 to walk into a friend's home. She had a mansion of a home, which was the complete opposite of what lived in my what I had in my world. In that moment, when I walked into her home, my possibility in my world shifted. I was awakened to what is possible on the other side of the tracks. And it was, that was the awakening. And then I, with me, I didn't have mentors or people or role models. I had to learn the hard way, learning from successful people, finding people overseas and reading books. And I went into the field of psychology Mm -hmm. and and started understanding the drivers and how we think and and, and our psychology. So that's, and, and it was interesting because I had such an insatiable desire to understand what drives us and what created success and how we could break through into different worlds. I found people. Mm-hmm. That helped me constantly be awake. So that's what, what helped me in my, in my world. And and I'm I, I, I see the the struggle as a blessing. To me, mm-hmm. it was my launchpad. Yes, to, to yes. something different. So thank you for for asking me that, um, Richard.
1: See, and in all our conversations, I've never heard you complain about that stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
1: know? And and your language is, is brilliant because that's what entrepreneurs do. Yeah, that got me here. And thank you and goodbye.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's an entire world of possibility to explore every single day. So drop us your game changer wisdom. Um, Richard, I asked you to 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 think of something, a powerful message or insight that has had an impact on you that you'd love to share.
1: What would that be? Well, I, I, what just come through is love conquers all. And that, that particularly comes through with my fiance. You know, as I mentioned, we met on a conference call, and two months later she moved in. And whereas her name is Angela, I call her Angel because she is an angel in my life. And she meditates, and she lives in this beautiful angelic realm, yet with her feet on the ground. We all know people who are in this angelic realm. It's like, come on, you know, get real, this third dimension here. <laughs> and I have been awakened, Comments, great question, to the fact that being pissed or angry doesn't help anything. Mm-hmm. The question is, what has to happen to resolve something? And again, I I own that that's the external part of me. What has to happen to make this change, to make this shift so that we can move from where we are to where we want to be? And looking at bridging that gap, for me, has been an absolute game changer. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Knowing, "Ah, that's, that's the core, you have to recognize there's a gap first. You have to recognize where you are so that you can know where you can be and the largest growth someone uh I, I don't think i'm going to do it but someone asked me to write an article this morning about the future of entrepreneurship my experience uh, i have a bachelor of science bs degree in business and it's just that's bs i learned how to go have a job so it's ceo space it's where i learned how to do the business of the business The largest growth that the organization ever had was right after nine one one, and I don't care what country you're in, you know what that was, Mm -hmm. because people looked, oh, a job sucks. What can we we have? Being an entrepreneur gives us more freedom. The second largest growth we had was over the past year, as businesses are shut down, people are working from home, because you as an employee. You're limited. You've got the petty infighting. You've got all the stuff that goes on. You've got the personalities. The boss is afraid that you're going to be better than he or she. As an entrepreneur, the only person you want to be better than is yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's that constant and never-ending improvement, which is part of the core of the CEO space. The quality of your life is dependent on the quality of the questions you ask. Mm-hmm. If you ask why, see, this is brilliant. I don't care whether you think you're smart or you think you're dumb. This is brilliant. It will always give you an answer. So if you ask, why does this always happen to me? Your brain's going to tell you. Why can't I succeed? You're stupid. You're dumb. Your brain's going to tell you. If the questions you ask are, what do I have to do to thrive? Who do I have to meet? How do I, the brain will give you those answers. Yeah. And and in that networking, uh, many years ago, it was, it, I, I mentioned our networking process called Snap. Someone was snapping for the personal cell phone number of Richard Branson. This is before he was now you know, famous as an astronaut. Three different people gave him that phone number. You never know it's the kind of... of yeah. And when you're in service... I mean, they made certain that the person didn't just, you know, want an autograph book. Well, you know, there was some basis behind it. When you live in that space, that's a game changer
2: mm-hmm. of
1: finding out how you can serve others so that everybody wins. And they didn't say, well, you give me a hundred bucks. You? No, that's, that's an old model. Uh, it's just show up. That's the biggest game changer there is show up fully in life.
0: Ah. Uh. Well, you just dropped us about thirty game changer wisdoms in 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 all of that, which is which is great. Thank you. And I want to just sort of wrap it up, all, all everything that you've said, because you started off with love conquers all, and and that that to me is like with all these other amazing insights you've you've just shared with us right now if you wrap it all together with love well you've got something magical that happens so Do,
1: that comment rem- I'm a, there's someone else i'm going to refer to you yeah. his name is steve farber brilliant business coach his subject basically is love is just damn good business
0: i love him I, already
1: I, I i'm going to make a note uh this introduction just so bear with me while I do that. Okay
0: (laughs) so you said you're in 145 countries right?
1: Plus or minus yeah.
0: So Richard I know your your black book must be very interesting so you're (laughs) you're kind of on the ground you've got your, your ear to the ground what would you say from what you can see and given that you're, 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 you're looking to the future, what is one potentially exciting disruption coming up that you see that you think, wow, this is, it. this is exciting. This is something to get ecstatic about. What is that that you foresee? And then what is a terrifying or concerning one that we really need to wrap our heads around?
1: I think the terrifying thing is control. The I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but there are too many things going on today to want to control people, their thoughts, their actions, their behaviors. Yeah. Um, I just canceled the cruise that Angel and I were going to go on because of the incredible restrictions that they're putting on, uh, saying, "Oh, you may not be able to get into some of the ports of call. Why the heck would you want to go on a cruise?" Exactly. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's control is um is scarcity if i if i can control you and i i I used to be in a highly controlled state that i had to control my environment and when i awoke and recognized the person who needs to be controlled is in the least control and i'm not saying surrender to authority i'm not saying Mm -hmm. be an anarchist but just be awake and conscious to what's going on And I think the gift that one of the gifts that this COVID crap has bestowed upon us is people are being awakened. And, you know, whether you believe COVID is real, whether you believe in the vaccine or not, I don't want to go political. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: We should be able to make decisions and evaluate for our own personal safety Mm -hmm. and what it is that we want to do. So in my experience, Carmen, one of the things that has come through this COVID crap is people are being awakened. Mm-hmm. They are saying uh, some of this is real, some of it is BS, and I have to be able to make my own decisions. Mm-hmm. And authority, in this case, government, wants to take your decisions away, either you do or don't. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, to me, what's coming is more personal freedom. It may not look like it right now. But people are awakening. The, the world has been asleep. Um, there, there's different tiers. In fact, I may introduce someone else to you, um, ladies and gentlemen. Some of you may be aware of a process called Spiral Dynamics, where they talk about levels of consciousness, and it's shown as a spiral. Levels of consciousness and awareness. And I'm not an expert, but I believe red is the, uh, level level one, tier one. Where that's fear and control, and people are coming into blue and awakenness and consciousness, and it's happening faster and faster Mm -hmm. and faster. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all know that the computing power that some people wear on their wrist has more power than the spaceship Apollo. Mm -hmm. And you know how fast can this stuff grow? Moore's Law used—I believe it used to say that. the computing speed doubles every some of them, and now it's exponential. Mm-hmm. You know, Dick Tracy was right. You know, who knew you could talk to your wrist? You know? <laughs> so there are things technology that are evolving. That I mean, we can't even imagine. Yeah. yeah, And it's it's exciting to live in this time to see what the human mind can conceive and believe and manifest. And just remember, it's all abundance. Any limiting thought is here. There is so much abundance. So
0: there is indeed. Uh, I, I totally believe that and live in that space too. It's, it's just a far more joyous space to, yes. to, to be in. So what would you say to, to, to help entrepreneurs? really engage their minds this beautiful tool we have in terms of okay so here we are we have a lot of stuff going on around in around us coming up over the next few years we may continue to see this disruption some is terrifying some is exciting what would you say anyone right now if you're doing this you got to stop you really got to stop this and then this, and you've got to start this if you haven't yet. What would those things be?
1: I'm chuckling, Carmen, because your hand says it all. You said if you're doing this, <laughs> you have tunnel vision. If you see nothing but what is lasered in front of you, you're missing the other 360 degrees. Open your mind, open your consciousness, allow. Is somebody much wiser said it than I there are more things in heaven and earth ratio just allow the expansion there are things that I mean I, I was working with someone the other day um, and he couldn't get his uh, credit card machine to work he says I he's 86 he says I was born in the wrong era yeah. <laughs> I mailed him a check and allow things to unfold. The world is full of miracles. It's do we recognize them or are we terrified of them? Mm -hmm. If we acknowledge, and they may not all serve everybody, the things that serve more people to a higher vibration, to a higher level on a soul level, those are the things that are going to propagate. The things that are black that will suck the life force out of you, me, and or attempt to anyway. Those things will not thrive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This the the, the um, uh, angel says it's called the Schumann resonance. What mm-hmm. I know is the, the, the okay. That's the ladies and gentlemen. That's the core vibration of the earth, mm-hmm. and it is rising, and the the crap cannot be sustained there. Dark can never extinguish light, but light can always extinguish dark. You can't put darkness into a room, but you can put light into a room and enliven and enlighten. And if you go through your life, being that searchlight, enlivening and enlightening others, your life has only one choice and that's the change, and support you and others in consciousness and awareness. So that's what I see happening: that there are more people awakening today.
0: Mm. Really, really powerful insights, uh, Richard. So what would you say, as a final thought, then, would be would just make the ultimate game changer difference in our world if each and every single one of us were to do. What? What would make that ultimate difference?
1: That out of judgment, you do not know what someone else has been through. There's a classic story, and I'm drawing a total blank on the author. a very famous author decades ago. He tells a story about being on the subway in New York. And there's a guy sitting kind of sullen at the end of the subway car. And the kids are running around, disrupting everything. And finally, someone gets up and says, "Sir, you may not be aware your kids are you know raising hell on the strain." And the guy says, "We just came from the hospital. Their mother just died. We don't know what someone else has been through. Don't judge them." Allow them to experience who they are. I think it was Wayne Dyer who tells that story, but don't, 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 don't quote me on that. We don't know where someone else has been. They may have just lost somebody. They may have just declared bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're in a pretty shitty place. And you've been there too. And you don't want people judging you. You just allow them the space. And go back to a conversation we had a little bit earlier. Shine love and light on them and help them do their healing. Don't be a counselor. Don't be the rescuer. Don't be the savior. Just allow them to express and discharge, dissipate whatever is going on so they can go on. Don't judge them.
0: Mm. What a a poignant note to, to wrap it all up and... Um, yeah, it's in those moments that love does conquer all. <laughs> in true abundance style, Richard has um, said that he wants to gift everyone who who listens and watches with with a. Do you want to share with us what what it is? And I'll have it in the sh- in the show notes.
1: Sure. So these will be in writing. You don't have to remember a thing, okay. ladies and gentlemen. Everything you do in life is a negotiation. The first negotiation you have of the day is when your eyes open, and maybe even before your eyes open. Am I going to get out of bed or am I going to stay here for a little while? <laughs> Everything is a negotiation. And I've created a powerful, practical, and profitable program called The Secrets of Empowering Negotiation. And the whole premise is win win. So, what is available to you is the first half hour of this for free. And Carmen will will have this in the show notes. And you'll get to, if you listen to only 10% of it, it'll change your life. It'll improve the quality of your life. And then there's another thing that I've decided to offer your listeners. And that's a free business strategy consultation. And you mentioned it very early on, what has to happen to bridge the gap between where you are in business and where you can be. When we open ourselves up to the mentoring and coaching, and in this case, for 30 years of brilliance, that's not me. That's CEO space. My brilliance is something different. So we can have an exploratory call. And we'll spend time. It's usually $275 US, and it's a gift to those of you who are courageous enough to have listened to this for an hour. I'd love to believe that you took away some heartfelt things. The business, that'll happen. Allow your soul to open up and connect. You've got an incredible host here. Uh, I, and I have to tell you this that I do a lot of these, and this particular time with you you've asked questions that are core level many people ask just about business you've gone into core and i acknowledge and appreciate that thank so, you please, ladies and gentlemen carmen is one of the best out there in doing these kinds of interviews so thank you for showing up in my life
0: uh, thank you for showing up in my life um richard and for showing up in in our our well, everyone that is here with us, um, in showing up in their lives, you you, you beam love and light. And that's, that's very special to be in the space of someone who just really just exudes abundance. So thank you for the gifts that you've offered us. And um, thank you for being here within, in this, this amazing hour whilst you have CEO space going on and um yeah thank you for the the abundance you've also shown in all the with all the referrals so um wishing you just tons and tons of love as as you go and do what you do and to all of those of you that have joined us here um thank you first of all for for giving time to be here and let's let's choose to win together let's choose to collaborate to cooperate to This race is done best, winning it together. And when we do, it's intoxicating and there is this incredible abundant space that we can have fun and and really ride into the next decade, um, playing and, and, and enjoying it and making it the best decade of our lives. So subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. And until the next episode, sending you oceans of love.